Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money. Whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hello and welcome to Money Tips. Today I want to talk to you about lost accounts. Now, have you ever forgotten about an, a bank account, um, you know, an old old account, an old pension scheme, or, or an old policy, insurance policy, or, or just some shares or anything like that? Well, apparently this is very common. And a recent report said that the government in the UK are thinking about how to use these dormant accounts um, and and spread a scheme across the board for things like pensions, shares, bonds, and, and using that money to give to charity. So in other words, if you forget about some of these accounts and you don't claim them for up to 12 years, they can just take your money and spend it on charity. Okay, it sounds a bit alarming, but I suppose it's a good thing in a way because apparently there are billions of pounds sitting around in unclaimed accounts. You you just wouldn't believe it. Now, Hargreaves Lansdowne, uh, the brokers and uh, you know investment people have have written about this, and obviously they're encouraging people to, to use their services. But they've come up with some good ideas here. Um, now, apparently, since the just just to give an idea. The dormant account scheme, which has been running since just to, just since 2011, has so far collected, I say collected, they've just dipped into people's accounts and collected 1.2 billion in dormant bank accounts and dormant building society accounts and earmarked it for good causes. I, I don't know what the good causes are, but, you know, just, just be careful of this because it could be your money they're just dipping into and you've just forgotten about it. Okay, so they give you three steps to make it easy for you to, to keep a track of things because particularly you get older, you, you collect more stuff. You know, you move house, you've got old books that, that were, you know, that they used to in the old days use a little passbook or a, or a book that said that you've got this account. And it's easy to lose things. I, I've lost things, um, you know, in the move, in a box. It doesn't, it gets put to, to one side and never opened again. So it, it is easy to lose track of things. Now, one way of making it easy, this is the first suggestion they've got, is to, you know, try and um, merge uh, um accounts or, or have less accounts have less things to worry about now obviously they're selling their single account they, they've got i think they've got a, something called a one account which is like one umbrella account but you know you don't have to go to that extreme and i wouldn't put all all of your money in one in in one place because you're only covered up to eighty five thousand pounds under the the, the government uh, deposit protection scheme the other thing is i think it's a very sensible suggestion is let your loved ones know and your, your relatives know about what you've got have an assets register uh, and in britain we're a bit um reluctant to talk about money aren't we there's even an advert at the moment talking about people's reluctance to discuss money it's a kind of um we're, we're a bit too reserved oh money no you know um it's funny because i i didn't really know what my parents earned they don't know what i earn um my daughter doesn't know what I earn and, and, and my son and, and I don't really know what they earn. <laughs> it's, it's quite remarkable, isn't it? Um, but you, you should let your loved ones know, have a, have a register um, and, you know, keep this securely. And, you know, you can leave it with a solicitor. You can put it as part of your will so that they know how to access the money. And the third thing is to review them regularly. And this is part of my 
um, money tips, isn't it? In 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 my in my book, money can buy happiness. Um, I, I talk about the three R's of money management. One of those is review. You know, so uh, th- there you go. Review them regularly. Keep a track of things because accounts can quickly become dormant and and useless. This is what the banks do. They keep churning money around, churning accounts. You have a, a an ISA, an ISA in, in a bank, and it to, to attract you, they'll pay you 3%, say. And then you just leave it there. You forget about it. You keep putting your money in there every year, or you leave what's in there. And, you know, a few years down the road, they're only paying you like half a percent. You say, well, what's going on? Say, oh, no, we've got this new ISA. It's the new super ISA. I said, well, why is my, why, you know, a few years ago, that was good enough for me. Why, why am I, no, no, we've got these new features. And, and you know, the kind of cobblers they come up with. And, you know, the reason they're doing that, I think, is that, is they want a lot of people left in low paying accounts to attract new business. <clears throat> they're not worried about their existing customers. Now, okay, they could argue that they've written to you and sent you some leaflet with all this small print saying you could move your account, but I don't buy it, you know. So what what you need to do is keep reviewing things. That's not just your bank accounts but everything your credit cards um your mortgage very important on, on the mortgage front um i've just recently reviewed a mortgage and it would have gone up from just under 400 pounds to a thousand pounds if i just left it but because i've i've now fixed it to a a five-year fixed and uh, I'll, I'll be paying a little bit more than the 400 i'm going to be paying 500 pounds but it's fixed for five years and whatever happens in the next five years i don't have to worry about it uh, so, so that's one thing. Review things. Okay. Now we've got some information on how to find lost accounts. Now, if you've got a lost pension, um, there is the pensions tracing service, and I'll, I'll put a link on this below. And um, you know, you, you can obviously try and contact the administer administration of your of your pension scheme if you know who it is. Uh, now, I say that laughingly, but um, you might not know who is administering your pension because. The company may have changed. They could have merged. They could have sold out to another company. Even companies like Legal and General have outsourced these things to other companies. And since I've got an old pension with Legal and General, and twice now they've changed the administration uh, methods or the administration addresses and phone numbers. So it's not as easy as you think. But there is something called the the government's pension tracing service. You can Google it if you don't see the link. Pensions tracing, and it was ser- search over two hundred thousand pension schemes and supply contact details of companies you might have a pension plan with uh, then you can call the company and you know try and unearth your forgotten pots and they're not going to hide it from you but if you know if you phone the company you haven't got a policy number you can just say look i am so and so and this is my date of birth uh, blah 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 and, and and they'll trace your money but you know they're not going to send out colombo to try and find you you know if you don't phone them they're, they're, they're keeping that money and although they're not using your money they're in effect they are using your money because it's part of their assets isn't it Okay. Um, once you've reunited, now if you've got lots of small pension pots here and there, you might want to take independent financial advice, as, as with all these things, to to maybe look at how you can deal with those. You, you might want to merge them into to one, and and watch out for the charges on some of these old pension schemes. Some of my old schemes that I'd only been in for a while with a company have just been eaten away by charges. It, it it's almost criminal that the, the, the money's just sitting there. They don't do anything with it. They've just got it in some fund, and and somehow the charges eat it up but there you go this is why i i I tended to to invest in later life more of my money into property where i'm in control of it than than to put into pension that that may be a mistake but there you go um then lost investment accounts there is uh, a a my lost account which is a free tool 
operated by the banks. You can Google that, My Lost Account. It's launched by the banks, building societies and national savings, which is the old post office, and lets you search for accounts. It takes 90 days uh, for the institutions to get back to you. It's a bit like this PPI thing. You know, you can just search it. So look at that. Um, just in case you've got accounts that have some money in it, you might have a little bonus, you know, go on holiday or, or invest it somewhere else. Um, now, there's another uh, a group here called the Investment Association where you can find out about unit trusts. And there's the Association of Investment Companies that help you hunt down investment trusts, which are different from unit trusts. But that's another story. OK, uh, you can also look at another service run by Experian. This is the, the, the credit referencing agency. Uh, they've got an unclaimed assets register. Now, for a fee, they will search the record of 75 different providers, including investment firms, pension companies. So it could save you some of the, the legwork. So there you go. Look out for those um, that lost money, that hidden money under the mattress or whatever it is. Uh, and you might have a, a, a nice day and, and have some money coming in. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 